Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Always, 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 
always, always, always worship you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! I will not be silent. I refuse to be silent. My God. Worship you. Even if I couldn't say anything, I would clap my hands. Even if I couldn't say anything, I would clap my hands. Even if I couldn't say anything, my God, here's my worship. My God, here's my life. My God, my God, my God, my God. Here's my worship. All of my worship. <laughs> Receive my worship. Receive my worship. Receive my worship. Woo! My God. Woo! My God. Worthy. My God. My God. My God. My God. Receive my worship, receive my worship. My worship is for you. My worship is real. My God, as long as I am breathing, as long as I am breathing, as long as I am breathing, my God, I will worship you. I will worship you. I will worship you. My God, I adore you. King of kings, Lord of lords, great I am. My God, my God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, as long as I'm breathing, my God. God, as long as I'm breathing. See, I don't know about you, but he's been too faithful. He's been too good, Julia. He's been too consistent. And I'm not talking about stuff. I'm talking about how he's rescued me, how he's kept my mind. My God, my God, how he didn't even expose me when I deserved to be exposed. I mean, like how he didn't even call me out, how he considered me. My God, my God. God, how he considered me, like how he, cons how considerate he's been of me, how considerate that he's been of me, that he considered me, that he'd exchange his son for me. My God, my God, my God. It said he was pleased. Woo! He said, he, it said he was pleased. It said he was pleased. He was pleased. He was pleased to bruise him. He was pleased to chastise. He was pleased. It pleased God to do this. It pleased God to do this. It pleased. That's what it said. It said it pleased him. He was pleased. He was pleased. That's what it said. He was pleased. Yeah, come on. He was pleased. It was pleased. My God. You are my, my God. So, so what's the highest form of worship? What's the highest form of worship? How can I worship him like none other, other than to obey him? My God, I thank you. My God, my God, it pleased God. It pleased God to bruise him. It pleased God. Like it pleased God. 
It pleased God. My God. It pleased God. Isaiah 53 and 10. My God. Isaiah 53 and 10. It says, yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and to cause him to suffer. And when his soul is made a guilt offering, he will see his offspring. He will prolong his days and the good pleasure, my God, of the Lord will prosper in his hands. My God, the good pleasure. You are the good pleasure of the Lord. You are the good pleasure of the Lord. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I magnify you. My God, I glorify you. My God, I long for you. My God, I thirst after you. My God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, um, in the name of Jesus, okay, uh, in the name of Jesus, my God, in the name of Jesus, my God, I thank you, 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 my God, in the name of Jesus, my God, in the name of Jesus, my God, I thought he was going in a different direction, my God. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. 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 My God, I see, I hear you, Lord. My God, we lift up the name of Jesus. My God, we lift up the name of Jesus. My God, we lift up the name of Jesus. My God. My God, my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you, we praise you. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. My God, my God, as long as I am breathing, as long as I am breathing, I'm worshiping. If this is your first time here, we are so happy to be with you. Um, happy birthday, shout out to all our birthdays. Happy birthdays, um, congratulations, um, happy anniversary. Um, welcome back. Um, thank, I'm so glad to be back with you guys. Um, I love taking breaks. I love honoring God. Um, but I love teaching so much. Like I love teaching so much. I love teaching so, 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 so much. So every time I'm having to step away, I always miss you. But I hope that you um, still connected, that you stay connected, that you watch the devotion on Thursday, that you watch the replay on Friday, because anytime God gives us um, so small assignments um, in the in-between, that's a word for somebody. Come on, Holy Spirit. As long as God gives us small assignments in the in-between, those assignments are still important. Those assignments are still necessary. And sometimes we forsake the, the small assignments thinking that they don't add up to much. We forsake the small assignments thinking they don't add up to much. We um, think when God is asking us to do little things that they don't mean much. But your obedience means absolutely everything to God. My God, the small assignments, the little things that he requires of you, the things that he's asked of you that you think are so insignificant. My God, they are so significant. They are so significant. 
it. And so it's funny because I never get to watch myself. I never get to watch. Yeah, Shannon, everything. Can I tell you how powerful everything? Can I tell you everything connected? Can I tell you everything is divinely orchestrated? My God. Can I tell you God shows up? shows up in everything and the small things the little things my god the little the little things the little things the little things god requires of you the little things that god asks you so when god asked me to share these two videos and friday when i posted he was like say let's watch it together as a community as i was watching myself because i never watch myself i never go back and watch myself i never a lot of what i share is fresh revelation a lot of what happens is just by the spirit it's in the moment it's being led by god that's why this is an interactive daily devotional this is my devoted time before god on display and as i went to watch um as I went to watch uh, my devotional from Friday, right? <laughs> when I was watching the devotional from Friday, uh, Matters of the Heart too, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> who preached this? <laughs> Who's preaching this? Who is this? What is this? What a word, like what a word. So the small things, can I tell you this? The small things that God has asked you to do are so important. Get, he was on getting up on time, starting things on time, um, moving on moving at his hand at his wish sowing the little things sometimes we are looking for great big things to do for God when God is requiring your obedience in the small and the little things I think can I share the Holy Spirit yes I think Kim Barry won't mind she won't mind um she's on here she's one of our sisters in Christ and she was one of my mentees or my assignments in this last season I purposed and successed culture and it was so crazy because the enemy fought her to be attached to me. <laughs> Woo! My God, there's so much revelation in this. The enemy fought her to be attached to me. The enemy fought her. The enemy wanted her to second guess our relationship. And I'm not sharing anything with you that Kim hasn't shared. So I know she's okay with me sharing because we vibe like that. And if I'm not, shut me up, Kim. But I think the Holy Spirit has said, okay. And so the, the enemy fought her to be attached to me. The enemy fought her to, to, to not, not be in my presence. The enemy fought her to not be connected to me. And I'm just, I got to applaud you, Kim. I got to applaud you because even no matter how bad the enemy fought her, even though how mad the enemy came for her, um, he, he tried to push insecurity. He tried, tried to push fear. He tried to put, push doubt. He tried to push her away from me as much as he could. He, he made up stuff like nothing she was feeling towards me was valid. Nothing she was feeling to, towards me had any validity assigned to it. Nothing she was feeling towards me had any anything. Like it had anything. It had nothing attached to it. It had no evidence. It was fear. It was false evidence appearing real. But when I tell you she made the decision to honor and obey God, like she made the decision to honor and obey God anyway. She made the decision to show up at our coaching sessions anyway. She made the decision to be present anyway. Even when I was sharing with her from my heart, the things the Lord was saying to me, 
to tell her. Like the Lord was saying, this is what she needs to do. This is what she doesn't need to do. Even when she believed differently, I watched her fight resistance and obey God. Not to obey Lakeisha. Not to obey Lakeisha. Her assignment was not to obey Lakeisha. Her assignment was to obey God. Well, sometimes our assignment or our instructions, come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come through someone else. Come through, come through a leader, come through a mentor, come through a spiritual father, come through a spiritual mother. Sometimes our instructions come through someone else. Some, sometimes God wants to see how you'll yield to authority. Sometimes God wants to see how you'll obey those that he puts over you. Sometimes God wants to see how you will obey those that connects to you. As a matter of fact, I think the scripture says that if you'll be faithful, right? If we go to the scripture where the man, come on now, where the man, where the man, where the man gives out the talents, right? And he tells them, he says, go, I'm paraphrasing. Sometimes he'll say, go, go take this talent, do what you're supposed to do with it, right? Um, sometimes the fear of keeps us from obeying God at the capacity in which we need to. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. And so God takes notes. God takes notes because to obey God, to walk with God, to fellowship with God, to to run with God, to 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 see the hand of God in your life, it takes a disciplined life. It takes a life in which I sacrifice myself. It takes a life. That's why Jesus said, "If I lay, come on, Holy Spirit, I will not teach out my flesh this morning. You speak through me, my God, in the name of Jesus." My, it takes it takes a disciplined life. It takes a anything life. It takes a I'll lay myself a thousand down a thousand times I lay myself it takes what Paul said when Paul said I'm gonna die daily Paul said I'm gonna die I'm gonna Captain Coleman said I'm gonna die a thousand I'm thou I'm thou I'm a thou I'm gonna die a thousand I'm gonna die a thousand times I'm gonna die a thousand like I'm gonna die a thousand times to this right and so it takes um it takes a level it takes a level of obedience and commitment um um, to the Lord, not to man, a, a level and uh, commitment and commit. Come on now, a level of commitment and obedience to the Lord, <laughs> not to man, a level and obedience to the Lord and not to man. And so she had to make a decision that no matter what, I'm not going to um, I'm not going to forsake the Lord's instructions. Woo! I'm not going to fake. I'm not going to, I'm not getting ready to forsake the Lord's instructions. I'm not getting ready to forsake what God has called me to. I'm not getting ready to let my attitude interfere. I'm not getting ready to let my laziness interfere. I'm not getting ready to let my feelings and my emotions interfere. And can I tell you something? Her obedience is not produced, is producing. <laughs> Her obedience is producing something. Her obedience is shifting something. Her willing to submit to God for a full year, even when she didn't understand, even when she didn't have the resources, her, um, her, her obedience to God, it didn't shift something. It's shifting something. See, you got to begin to understand that one moment, one act of obedience will change your very life. One act of obedience, one decision that, Lord, I will live for you. I will focus. I will set my affection on you. I will not be swayed. I will not be moved. No, I'm going to do what you ask me to do in this season. One accident. And so then when, when we operate like that, come on, Holy Spirit. When we operate like that, the, 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 we're not doing things un 
to man. We're doing things unto God. Colossians 3 and 23 says, whatever you do, whatever you do, not whatever you do, work at it with your whole being for the Lord and not man. My God, for the Lord and not man. So if God has been telling you to get up, be on the devotional, get up, be present, get up, be in the same. Whatever God has instructed you to do, do in this season. So I really wanted to teach on something else, but I'm going to go to this because I think this is a key. I think this is important. I think this is, um, and it's, um, is significant in this season. I think this is why, if you noticed last October, if you were a part of the devotional, if you were not, you can go over to YouTube and you can get the videos. If you go back to, come on, Holy Spirit, teach this thing. If you go back to last October, God gave us some instructions, right? If you go back to last October, he told us to do what? He first told us to build an altar. My God, he told us to carve out some private space for him. My God, he told us to carve out some that's bothering me. That he told us to carve out some private time for him. He told us to carve out some private space and some private time for him. That's what he said. He said, build me an altar. He said, put me first, carve out some private time, carve out some space. And then he gave a series of instructions. He told us to worship over worry. He told us to worship over the worry. He told us to submit ourselves to him. He told us to put ourselves on the altar. He told us to focus ourselves on our purpose and not focus ourselves on anything else. He said, follow and obey me. He told us to lean not into our own understanding. He told us to, to, to understand and gain understanding of the Holy Spirit. He told us to seek his face daily. He told us to seek the kingdom first. Those were the instructions he gave. He gave us some specific instructions. If you've been here since October, you will know there's been something God has been building right he told us that he would go before us he told us he would be our rear guard my god he's been very intentional with us he's been very specific he's been very specific he's been very he's been very and then i can i tell you something then the winds and the waves okay Come on, can I tell you something? Can I tell you? Come on, Holy Spirit. Can I tell you what happened since last October? Then the winds and the waves came. Then the winds and the waves came. My God. Then the winds, then the tragedies, then sickness came, then death came, then disease came. My God, my God. Then the winds and the waves came. Can I just be real? Then the winds and the waves, the waves came. But in that God still required your obedience. God, in that God still that, that, can I tell you something? Even, okay, I'm going to read the scripture, Lord. Even when the winds, the winds and the waves came, God still required, God still required your obedience. God was still looking to see that you would steward the time. God was still looking to see if you would come, look to the hills, which comes my help, my God. And then when you fell off, here's what I love about God. His grace was sufficient. So I want to give you this because I want to speak by the spirit only this morning, my God. And I thought I was getting ready to teach something on Hannah and I think I am this week but I think it's so important for me to pause for a second and talk to you a little bit about your obedience that's it my God talk to you a little bit about your obedience so from October right when you talking about I didn't even bring up coronavirus from October the Lord was already preparing us on this devotional to build an altar to him the, all, the, God, the Lord was already telling us to come into our secret place he was already giving us the things that we need to, with, to, to sustain us in the season because the God God for news that's what the scripture says it says he for news 
And so I know your keen sense of obedience is going to be so significant in this season. Being in the right place, being in the right time, talking to the right people, being quiet when you need to be quiet. Um, I know it. So I want to just give you this. I want to tell you, I want to set a scenario for you before I read this, right? Um, Saul, Saul has been crowned king. This is in 1 Samuel. Come on, Holy Spirit. And then we're going to get to Hannah this week. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. We, but we're going to learn to be persistent in prayer this week. But I, I need to, I need to talk to you about your obedience. We got to deal with our obedience. So let me tell you what was happening in this season so that you understand why Saul did what he did. They were in a constant state of warfare. Come on, come on, pull it all together, Holy Spirit. Pull it all together, Holy Spirit. They were in a constant, somebody say constant state. They were in a constant state of warfare. My God, I understand more now, Lord. They were in a constant, they were in a constant state of warfare. Um, as, um, 1 Samuel 14, the 47 verse, it says, When Saul assumed control of the kingdom of Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side. now come on now oh my god they were in a constant state of warfare oh my god i hear you in this oh my god i hear you in this yeah they were in a constant you need to listen they were in a constant state of warfare they were in a constant state of warfare that's what the scripture says it says when saul assumed control of the kingdom of israel he fought against all his enemies on every side moab the sons of ammon edom the kings of zobab the philistines my god he was in a constant state of warfare he was fighting on every side i'm pretty sure some of you can identify with this i'm pretty sure some of you can identify with this i'm pretty sure some of you could can connect to this he was in a constant state of warfare he was in a constant state of warfare on every side on absolutely every side there was a constant state of warfare there was a constant state where it says the kings of zobah and the philistines my god he couldn't get no rest my god he couldn't get no rest he was on uh, the enemy was pursuing him my god and it says wherever he turned he inflicted punishment, right? He acted valiantly and he defeated the Amalekites and rescued Israel from the hands of those who had plundered. See, this is what was most significant here. He says, let me back this up. Let me back this up. Let me back this up a little bit. He asked the counsel of God. Let me back to, come on, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you. 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 It says, then Saul, let me back it up to the 36th verse. It says, then Saul said, let us go down after the Philistines by night and punish them until the morning light and let us not leave a man of them alive. They said, do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, let us approach God here. My God. He said, let us approach God here. Let me back this up. Saul asked the counsel of God. This is the first, this is the first part. Saul asked the counsel of God. He said, shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you hand them over to Israel? But he did not answer him that day. Ooh, it's so much revelation in this. It's so much revelation in this. He said, y'all be patient with me just for a second. Let me unpack this thing. Let me unpack this thing. He says, then Saul said, let's, let us go down after the Philistines by night. And then Saul asked the counsel of God. My God, Saul didn't move on his own. Saul didn't, Saul didn't move on his own. Saul didn't make his own decision. Saul didn't do his own thing. Saul paused. He said, let me ask the counsel of God. Let me ask the Lord. He said, then Saul said, let us go down after the Philistines by night and plunder them until the morning 
light and let us not leave a man alive, right? And then he said, they said, do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, let us approach God here, right? And so what Samuel said, he said, let us approach God. Samuel said, we don't have time. We're we not going to move without God. We're not going to make a decision without God. We're not going forth without God. And, and, and this is what he said. But this is what I love next. He said, but he did not answer him that day. What will you do when he don't answer? What will you do when he's not talking? What will you do? What decisions will you will you go on and make just because you don't hear him? Because that's what he said. It says, God, and I don't know about you, but I've been preempted to make decisions without God because I felt like he's not answering at the right time or I felt like he's not moving. I done made some stuff up. I done made some stuff up. I done went on my way. I done made some decisions. And, and it says, no, Saul, Saul, Samuel pulled him and said, no, we need to find God. He said, Saul asked him, he said, but he did not answer that day. Then Saul said, come here, all you who are leaders of the people, and let us find out how this sin causing God's silence happened today. See, he assumed, he assumed that the silence was because of the sin. He says, for as the Lord lives who saves Israel, for even in the guilt, guilt is in my son, Jonathan, he shall most certainly die. He said, I don't care who it is. I'm going to do this in the name of Jesus. But not one of the people answered them. Then he said to all the Israelites, you shall be on my side. I and my son, Jonathan will be on the other side. Then people said to Saul, do what seemed good to you. Therefore, Saul said to the Lord, the God of Israel, right? <laughs> Give a perfect lot, identifying the transgressor. Then Saul and Jonathan were selected by lot, but the other men went free. Saul said, cast lots between me and my son, Jonathan. And Jonathan was selected. There again, Jonathan being selected. Saul said to Jonathan, tell me what you have done. So Jonathan said, told him because there had been sin. There had been disobedience. There had been some things that happened. He said, I tasted a little honey with the end of the staff that was in my hand. Here I am. I must die. Saul answered, may God do so to me. And more also, if I do not keep my word for you shall most certainly die. This is, this is Saul talking to Jonathan. This is Saul dealing with sin in camp. This is Saul, this is Saul dealing with some circumstances. This is Saul dealing with some situation. But the people said to Saul, must Jonathan who has brought about his great victory in Israel be put to death? Far from it. As the Lord lives, not one hair of his head shall fall to the ground. For he was worked with God, he has worked with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan and he was not put to death. Then Saul. So they were in a constant state of warfare. I needed to back that up. I needed to give you. There was some rushing going on. There was some rushing going on. My God. See, so that was that's that's what they had took. They had took it, right? So there was some rushing going on. So I want to skip over. Samuel said to Saul, We passed the Philistines. It's the 15th chapter. The Lord sent me to anoint you king over the people of Israel. Now listen and play close attention to the words of the Lord. Now listen and play pay close attention to the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Almach for what he did to Israel. How he set himself against him on the way when Israel came up from Egypt. Now go strike Amalek and completely destroy everything that they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man and women, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. These were the instructions of the Lord. So Saul summoned the people and numbered them at Telem, 200,000 foot soldiers, 10,000 men of Judah. Saul came to the city of Amalek and set an ambush in the valley. Saul said to Kenites, go leave, go down from the Amalekites. Now God has already told him what he's going to do. 
God has already said, this is how I'm going to destroy them. God is already going to say, this is, all, this is all God has said to him. He says, go lead, go down from the Malachites so that I do not destroy you along with them. For you showed kindness to all Israelites when they went up from Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among them. Saul defeated the Amalekites from Havilah as far as Shur, which is east of Egypt. He captured Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive. Though he totally destroyed all the rest of the people, Saul and the people spared Agai and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, the lambs, and everything that was good. And they were not willing to destroy them entirely. Somebody hear the problem there? You hear the problem there? They were not willing to destroy him entirely. Let's go back. The Lord said to the host army, I will punish Almighty. For what he did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way when Israel came up from Egypt. Now go and strike Almec and completely destroy Amalek and destroy everything they have done. He told him, he said, completely destroy everything they've done. Do not spare them, but, but kill both man, woman, child, infant, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. Those were the exact instructions. But it comes back here. It says, Saul and the people spared Agai. And the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, the lands, and everything that they thought was good. Woo! Everything that they thought was good. Everything that they, was, they thought was necessary. Everything that they thought was important. Even though the Lord had given them a specific, I hear you Holy Spirit, and specific instructions of what to do. Specific instructions of what to do. He says, but everything that was undesirable or worthless, they destroyed. What they thought didn't have any value. Come on now. What they thought didn't have any value. What they thought didn't mean anything, right? They destroyed. What they thought and had a sign. Come on, Holy Spirit. That's it. What they thought and assigned value to. What they thought and assigned value to. What they thought was important. What they thought and assigned value to, right? They kept. into a season what you think don't matter you coming into a season what you think don't matter baby you coming into a place what your thoughts don't matter you coming in a place where his thoughts gotta be your thoughts and his ways gotta be your ways you coming into you coming into a season where you gotta kick over your idols you coming into a season where you gotta kick over the calves you got you coming into a season where you gotta destroy the things that you thought were important to you you can't afford to hold on to this when he's trying to put you in the place of that so they held on to what they thought was important my god my God, they held on to what they thought they were important. They held on to what they thought mattered. They held on to what they what seemed shiny. They held on to what seemed significant. They held on, when God had already told them, basically destroy all the idols. Destroy anything that interferes. Destroy anything that doesn't mark my glory. Destroy anything that would interfere with me and you. Kick it up, turn it over, kill it. He told him, as a matter of fact, he didn't. He said, kill them all. Don't save the women. Don't save the children. Don't save anything. In this season, I need you to kill it all. In this season, I need you to destroy it all. In this season, I need you to. It doesn't matter if it seems good. It doesn't matter if it looks prosperous. It doesn't matter. Those things don't matter. What matters matters most is that you obey God. This is what I love. So then the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, 
I regret that I made Saul king, for he has turned away from following me and has not carried out my commands. Samuel was angry over Saul's failure, and he cried out to the Lord all night. When Samuel got up early in the morning to meet Saul, he was told, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up for himself a monument, commemorating his victory. Then he turned and went on down to Gigal. So Samuel came to Saul and said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I've carried out the command of the Lord. But Samuel said, when is What then is this bleeding of the sheep in my ears, the lowing of the oxen which I hear? Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites. For the people spared the best of the sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God, but the rest we have destroyed completely. Then Samuel said to Saul, stop. <laughs> Somebody type stop. I'm not rushing this thing this morning. I'm going to give it just like I'm reading it. I'm going to give it just like he said. He says, stop. And let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Ooh. He says, he says, stop. And let me tell you what the Lord said. Come on, Stephanie. Partial obedience is still disobedience. He says, stop. He said, and let me tell you what the Lord said to me. God, can I tell you something? God, God, God don't want tainted sacrifices. God don't want tainted obedience. God don't want partial obedience. God don't want half your heart. God want all your heart. God, God don't want you to give him what you feel like you comfortable with. God wants you to give it all to him. So he said, stop. He said, let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. I'm almost out of time. Saul said to him, speak. Samuel said, is it not true that even though you were small, insignificant in your own eyes, woo, come on, come on, come on. He said, is it not true that even though you were small and insignificant in your own eyes, you were made the head of the tribes of Israel? Come on now. Come on now. He said, is, even though you seemed insignificant, even though you were not qualified, my God. He said, he said, this is what he said. He said, and the Lord anointed you king over Israel. <laughs> he said, and the Lord, he said, and the Lord anointed you and the Lord appointed you and the Lord gave you this thing. And the Lord, that's what he said. He said, stop. He said, he said, he said, were you, he said, were you not walking? Can I say this the way I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying it? Were you not walking in what God called you to walk in, Saul? Were, were you not doing, were you not doing what you were not even qualified to do, Saul? And it says, that's what he said. He said, the Lord anointed you king and the Lord called you and the Lord anointed you king, king over Israel. And it says, and then the Lord sent you on a mission, my God. And then the Lord anointed and then the Lord sent and then the Lord anointed and then the Lord sent. I hear you, Holy Spirit. And then the Lord anointed. And then the Lord sent. My God. He didn't anoint himself. He didn't call himself. He didn't position himself. He didn't do that. The Lord anointed and the Lord sent. My God. So if the Lord is anointing and the Lord sent, who? Why wouldn't I follow his instructions? Why wouldn't I obey him to a default? Why would, why, why would I ever think that what... I think is greater or higher than the Lord. So he says, Saul said, 
So I was, he said, go totally. He said, why did you? He said, and the Lord sent you on a mission and said, go totally destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, Amalekites, and fight against them until they are eliminated. Why did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you not obey the voice of the Lord, but instead swooped down on the plunder with shouts of victory and did evil in the sight of the Lord? Saul said to Samuel, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and I've gone on the mission on which the Lord sent me and have brought back Agag, the king of Almach, and have completely destroyed the Amalekites, but the people... Father God, I thank you in this season that you're delivering us from people. I thank you that we will not make a decision without you. I thank you, Father God, that we will live according line upon line, precept upon precept. I thank you in this season we're not going to do no finagling, no manipulating, or no guessing in Jesus' name. It says, but the people took some of the spoiled sheep and oxen, the best place the people of the best things that were to be totally destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God at Gigawah. Samuel said, has the Lord as great a delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as much as the Lord loves a sacrifice, as much as the Lord loves when you give up something for him, as much as the Lord loves, he said, has the Lord as much as he delights in burnt offerings as he said, has the Lord as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obedience to the Lord? He says, he said, as much as he, as much as this is important to him, come on now, as much as this is important to him, is it not more important that you obey him? As, as much as this is important to him, as much as this has been significant in our culture, as much as this has been significant in our history, as much as you've done this, as many times as you've done this, he said, it's is it not more important for you to obey the Lord? Is it is it my, my, not more important for you to obey the Lord? Is it not more important for you to follow his instructions? Is it not more important for you to do exactly what, what you said? That's what he said. He says, is it not more important for you to obey the Lord? He said, behold, behold. Somebody type behold. Behold, my God, behold. To obey is better than sacrifice. And to heed is better than the fat of any realms for rebellion, for rebellion, for rebellion is as serious as the sin of divination, fortune telling. For those of you who did not know that fortune telling was not of kingdom, not of demonic, that is not demonic. Here's the revelation you need. Any fortune telling, any soothsaying, any witchcraft, this is the word. This is the Bible. This is not LMJ. He said, for rebellion is as serious as a sin, as divination, as fortune telling. And disobedience is as serious as false religion and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you as king. My God. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has also rejected you as king. I need to go over to one more thing. I need, I know. So when God gives you the instructions. <laughs> ooh, ooh. When God gives you the instructions. Come on, Holy Spirit. Just give me a few more minutes. Just give me, just give me a few more minutes. When God gives you, a, give me, give me an instructions. So Matthew 25, 14 and 30. I'm going to do this real quick. 
For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded them, and he made five more talents. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more but he who received the one talent can we go can we can we go back to the place where he Samuel says to Saul is it not true that even though you were small insignificant in your own eyes you were made the head of the tribes of Israel can we go back to what the Holy Spirit was saying to us at first um, everything that God is calling and requiring of you and asking of you in this season is significant I can't tear stuff up because I like my office. I can't tear stuff up because I like my everything I'm asking you to do, every place I'm asking you to go, every post I'm requiring you to post, every conversation I'm telling you to have, not have. All of these things are so significant and important in this season. Everything I'm saying, he said to you. So, so, so let's go back. The man with five talents did what he was supposed to do. The man with two talents did what he was supposed to do. He said, but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you've delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, well, good, good, done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over little. I'm going to set you over much, even into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered me the two talents. Here I have made two more talents. His master said to him, well, good, done, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over little. I'm going to set you over much into the enter into the joy of your master he also had received the one talent came forth saying master i knew you were a hard man reaping where you did not sow gathering where you scattered no seeds so i was afraid fear fear led to a bad decision fear led to a bad decision fear led to a bad decision Fear led to a bad decision. Fear led to a bad decision. He said, he said, Master, I knew you were a hard man. Maybe where were you did not sow and gathering where you scattered in no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, what, here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I had reaped where I have not sown and gathered where I scattered. You knew I was, right? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what my, was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the 10 talents. For to everyone who has will more be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away and cast out the worthless servant into the outer darkness in the place where they will be the kneeping and gnashing of teeth. I need to go back to this and I'm going to wrap this up. It says in an obedience and he says, had the Lord as a great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices and obedience to the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as serious as the sin of divination, fortune telling, and disobedience is as serious as false religion and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also rejected you as king. Obey.
obey. Even, even in the little insignificant things. Obey. Even, I need you to hear me in this. That's it. I hear you, Father. This wasn't no message to hype you up. <laughs> That's not what this was about. This was a message to challenge you out your comfortable places. Obey. Honor him. Do exactly what he's asking you to do in this season. Don't make nothing up. Don't hold on to no idols. Give up exactly what he asked you to give up. Move exactly according to how he asked you to move. Do exact. Don't hold on to no memorials. Don't hold on to something for you for just because you feel like it. Mm 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 mm. Obey, oh obey, obey. Do exactly what he's asked you to. Don't make nothing up. Don't don't hold on to things that you think are shining. Don't hold on to things that you think are bright. Don't hold on to things that you think think are significant. Don't don't do it. Don't go places you ain't got no business going. Don't sign contracts. I hear this for somebody. Don't sign contracts you don't have any business sign. Don't you sign another contract until you talk to the Lord. I don't know what contract that is. I don't care if it's a contract to, for a car. I don't care if it's a contract for an apartment. I don't care if it's a contract from house. Don't you enter into another contract until you've had a conversation with the Lord. Obe obey. <laughs> I hear you, Lord. Obey. Obey. Wait. Slow down. If you don't hear God speaking, don't move until you hear him speak or until you feel the inner knowing. But whatever you do in this season, obey. <laughs> whatever, whatever you do in this season, obey. Whatever you do in this season, follow through. Whatever you do in this season, don't hold on to what you think is valuable. <laughs> don't hold on. Don't hold on to what you think is valuable. Don't hold on to what you think is significant. Partial obedience is not going to be enough in this season. Partial obedience is not going to be enough in this season. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's just not. It's just not going to be enough. Partial partial obedience ain't going to be enough in this season. It's, 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 it's not. It's not going to be enough in this season. You got to obey God. You got to show up. You got to be present. You got to do exactly the things that he's asking you to do. And if you don't know what he's asking you to do, then guess what you need to do? You need to spend more time with your father. You're going to have to spend more time tending to his ear, more time listening to his voice, more time understanding where he's coming from. You're going to have to spend more time anchored in the truth. You're going to have to pull away from the noise. You're going to have to get off social media. There's nothing wrong with social media if it's used correctly. And right now, we need it. <laughs> right now, we don't have all the outlets because of COVID. You just got to still use things accordingly. But whatever he's told you to do in this season, Whatever, whatever he's told you significantly do, don't, don't hold on to shiny things. I hear that deep in my spirit. Don't hold on to things that you think of are, are of value. Obey him. It don't matter if it don't make sense. He's the one that called you. He's the one that set you apart. He's the one that gave you the instructions. He's the one. Obey him. If he told you to get your butt up in the morning, get up. 
Some of y'all ain't been getting up as he's required you to, as he's asked you to. That's where he's trying to meet you. That's where he wants to talk to you. That's that's where he's trying to get up. Get yo yo. If you honor him and obey him, he'll refresh and restore you. That's it. I love y'all. I gotta go. I had no intention to be here. I had no. I had a whole another thing I was stewing on. But we gonna learn. I hear you, Holy Spirit. We gonna learn how to obey trust. We gonna learn how to pray. We gonna learn how to sit still. We gonna learn how to be anchored in truth. We're going to learn how to move. Whatever you do in this season, whatever the instructions are, if you're not clear in the instructions, <laughs> seek the face of the Lord. He will give you the wisdom he needs, and he will back it up in scripture. I'm a living witness to this, but don't hold on to shiny things. Don't hold on to things that you think is important. Don't hold on to things that you think of as a value. Don't, don't do it in this season. My God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people. Father God, please forgive us for partial disobedience. Please forgive us for letting fear make let us uh, make decisions. Please forgive us, Father God, for not honoring you. I drive out the spirit of fear. I drive out the spirit of worry. I drive out strife. My God, my God. Father God, forgive us if we have walked away from our altars. Forgive us, Father God, for not honoring you in time. Forgive me not honoring in tithes. My God, forgive us if we've not tithed. Forgive us, Father God, if we have not given offerings. Forgive us for not sowing our time. My God, can I tell you something? Can I say that, Holy Spirit? I was reading something earlier today, this morning. And this is, and I, I need to forget, I need to part. Lord, forgive me. You told me to be on time. I was a little late. Forgive me. Forgive me for that. I will not be late again. I heard you. I will not be late again. Um, I, I, I heard, a, I want to close with this. I listen to something earlier. I was watching something earlier. I was reading something earlier. And the woman of God said, obedience is your seed. She said, obedience is your seed. So you got to start to think that every time you obey God, you plant a seed, not just for yourself, for generations. When you disobey God, you plant a seed for generations. So if you're making fear-based, come on, I'm not saying, he told me not to say nothing else. I'm leaving it right there. I'm leaving it right there. I'm going to leave it right there. I love you. I want to do two things. I want to invite you to partner with this ministry. I think you should. I think you should. I think you should because the Lord has been telling you that all along. I think you should. I think you need to make this the day, the decision that I'm going to partner with this ministry. I'm going to sow. I'm going to give exactly as the Lord told me to give. I'm not going to withhold my seed. I'm not going to make nothing up. I'm going to obey God and become a partner with this ministry. I'm going to give daily, hourly, monthly, month, whatever God tells me to do. I'm going to obey God. I'm not going to be slack with God's hand. I'm not getting ready to be slack with the things he tell me. I'm not going to limit myself by what I think is enough. Lord, show me what to sow in this ministry show me how to partner in this ministry and let me not withhold anything from you because you're not withholding from me you're not with your hope you're withholding from kingdom you're withholding from god my god my god my god so obey him in that the second thing is if you feel the lord talking to you now telling you that you need to accept jesus christ as lord and savior this is your moment <laughs> this is your moment this is your hour I don't want you to go another minute without accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I am in need of a Savior. I am inviting you to come into my life. 
I'm inviting you to come in my heart. I promise to follow you best as I can. Holy Spirit, I'm going to need your help. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. But don't waste another minute. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to spook you. I'm just trying to show you what God showed me this season. Everything on the line for Jesus. Everything on the line for God. Withholding nothing. Your obedience is your sacrifice. Your obedience, that means your obedience to God means absolutely everything in this season. Don't neglect anything from God. Don't neglect anything from God in this season. I love you. God love you. We'll be back here in the morning. Invite somebody in. Share the devotional. Honor God in your time. My God, go be loved today. Why? Because it's kingdom. My God, I thank you for your word today. I seal this word in the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Love, peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.